0: Welcome to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. In this episode, we're going to talk about how it's the rider, it's not the horse. And sometimes we we hear this all the time, but I wanted to share some examples of what's happening with my thoroughbreds recently after coming home from the thoroughbred makeover and how important it is to take responsibility as a, a rider and really learn to understand ourselves in the whole horse-human relationship. In Harmony Horsemanship, we talk about understanding yourself, your horse, and the language that connects you. And learning about each three components is so important because they play a, a role in that relationship equally our energy, our body movements, our position, all of those things play a really important role in understanding yourself. Understanding what the horse is saying to us through their back, through their eye, through their ears, their whole presence, that's really important. And understanding the cues, like if I use my reins, it means to do this, and if I use my legs, it means to do that, are also very important pieces of the horse-human relationship But just understanding how to use your reins and your legs is only one piece of the puzzle. And if your horse is communicating that they're in pain or they're frustrated, then if you just try to use your legs to go, you're going to cause that horse to potentially rear or buck out. And likewise, if your body position is not communicating clearly to your horse, you're going to run into problems as well. So we really need to understand what's going on, but more importantly, we don't want to be blaming the horse for not understanding or not wanting to do something when really it's the rider that's blocking or inhibiting that action from the horse. One of the greatest things that we can do for a horse to really help them is to become a more balanced rider. And interestingly enough, this weekend, I'm teaching a balanced rider workshop where we're going to be doing some exercises on the ground without horses to really learn and see how we move our pelvis, how we move our body, and how that interacts with the horse, as well as some other things to work on our posture, our balance, that way we can be more supportive of the horse and able to do their job that we're asking them to do. But what was happening with my thoroughbreds after we came home from the thoroughbred makeover it was time to see where they would fit you know would they be good lesson horses would they be better to be sold into different show homes and I'm a real big supporter of doing what's best for the horse and I know that I can't keep all my horses but when I do move them on to new homes after the makeovers are complete I want to try to give them the best fit and so we are trying them with different students and so What's happening with them is we're seeing different behaviors that weren't there before. So for example, Newton, his registered name is Ural Ray, and we've been using him in some lessons and he's super quiet, he's you know not spooky or anything, he's willing to try anything for you, super honest. But what's really interesting is that when he has a balanced rider, or a, like a little bit of a more advanced or intermediate rider on him, he can do trot pulls, no problem, and has a really easy time jumping. When he has a more learning rider on him, somebody who's not not a bad rider, but somebody who's maybe just not as quick with their posting, maybe they sit a little bit harder when they're posting rather than being soft on the horse's back, then he really struggles with his poles, and he struggles a little bit with the jumping and will end up knocking some of the rails. And I believe the reason for that is that he's guarding his back a little bit. When racehorses come off the track, a lot of the times they're a bit body sore, and he definitely was, and we did a a fair bit of massage and chiro work to get him more comfortable. And then with that comes him just kind of wanting to keep feeling comfortable and being a little bit guarded about having a sore back again. And some horses are a little bit more sensitive to that than others. And essentially, if the person on his back is maybe not coming down as softly into the saddle, then he doesn't move freely through his back and he's guarded with his hind end, so then his hind end isn't reaching under properly, which makes it harder for him to do the poles. And so what's interesting is that if you were to only look at him while being ridden by somebody who's perhaps a little less balanced we'll call them you might think oh like something's wrong with him um you know we should get the chiropractor out like he's not reaching under himself with his hind feet and you might be blaming the horse when really it's the rider causing him to feel guarded and not using his whole body Be a little bit of the person having their leg too far back as well, but in any event, it's the rider causing the horse to feel uncomfortable. And so, if we look at a video side by side of somebody who's a little bit more advanced and very soft in their seat and has good control of their post and their balance and their two point, it's night and day. He's reaching under, he's trotting the poles, no problem, he's leaving the rails up every single time, easy peasy. And then, with the more learning to ride person. Who isn't necessarily bouncing all over their back, but just being a little bit heavier in their seat? He's definitely not stepping under himself all the way and struggling a little bit more with the fences. Still being honest and going over, but definitely not using himself properly. And with King, oh my goodness, with King, it is the most dramatic response. Um, he just flat out is like, "No, I am not a lesson pony," which is really interesting to see his personality now he is three years old so he is young and um he's definitely more opinionated about being a lesson horse and so with with king i've ridden him and he's an absolute superstar i love him to death he um, just comes so nicely into my hand and collects and he's just so lovely And he is a big strided horse. So for somebody that's more learning to ride, they might find him a little bit more bouncy, might throw them off a little bit. And I've had uh, some of my working students ride King and they absolutely love him. He's like a a total dream to ride. And then what was really interesting is we had um, one of our... Uh, one of our kind of more advanced kid students get on him. so somebody who you know adored King really wanted to try him and they're a pretty good rider. they ride walk, trot canner and you know they don't they're not like bouncing around up there and King was so stressed about it that he was actually like biting the air and, and being just kind of in general stressed and uh, Sarah who was coaching at the time, You know, she went over and led King and he was expressing that he was really stressed about this little person on his back that he was kind of nipping at her, which is really interesting because I've had my little three-year-old daughter on him many times. And uh, most of the time she just rides him at the walk because his trot is bouncy and I don't want my little three-year-old falling off of a giant 16-2 hand horse. That would not be a great experience. But she has trotted on him. And I just hold her leg while she goes. And he's been, he's been totally okay with that. So I thought, well, maybe it's because it's you know Sarah teaching the lesson and not me. And so it's just a little bit too much of all new people. So I was like, I'll, I'll try teaching a lesson on him. So I am not over-exaggerating when I say that I literally um, had a, a client get on who's a pretty good rider. Um, like rides, walk, trot, canner yeah she's you know a little bit forward on her pelvis maybe a little bit too much on her toes but nothing like awful and she gets on at the mounting block and he starts like trying to bite me saying like no mom like I don't want this person on my back and uh and then like we, we just walk away from the mounting block we just breathe focus on walking away from the mounting block and he starts tossing his head and is like get this person off of me right now And if you were to see that, you might jump to the conclusion of like, oh, like his back sore, something's wrong with the saddle. um, He's got ulcers. I don't know, like you might come up with all sorts of excuses as to why he was doing that. So anyways, I had the student get off of him. I go over to the mounting block and he stands perfectly still and he's like, yep, that's fine. Go ahead and ride me. So then I'm thinking, okay, well, I've got to teach a lesson right now. I don't have time to ride you right now and and make it a good note for you. But Fenya was around, and Fenya's a a student that's been staying with me for the week uh, up from Pennsylvania, and she's ridden him once before and absolutely adored him. So I said, you know, Fenya, why don't you hop on him and just do a quick little ride, make sure he ends on a good note and that he's okay. So Fenya takes him over to the mountain block and King's like, yeah, totally, no problem for you to ride me whatsoever. She gets on, no stress biting or anything, no tail swishing, no tossing his head, nothing whatsoever. And then she goes off and rides there's a little walk trot. Um, can't remember if she ended up doing canter or not because that wasn't really the intent of the ride. And he was perfect, he was golden and didn't do anything even sort of stress related. And keep in mind that the student literally had just sat on him and walked maybe, I don't know, 40 feet, like not long enough that you could say, "Oh, she was bouncing around or she was like excessively pulling on his face or something like that. She had basically done like nothing. And I was even walking with her for a little bit but he was just super angry about having a lesson student and and maybe it was the way she was sitting and he's like I don't like this or I know that you're going to be bouncing on me he had done the lesson the night before and you know maybe that little person was bouncing on him a little bit too much and he's just like nope like this is (laughs) I am a high class horse I know I'm fancy stuff and I do not want to be a lesson pony so he made that loud and clear that. He did not want to do that, but the important part as part of this episode is that we need to recognize our role and our effect on the horse, and I think it's great to try to help the horse rule out all physical things that are going on for a horse, but there's a huge component that is the rider, or is the person that's working with the horse. And a lot of nippy behavior, not wanting to go forward, being too fast, uh, how the horse moves can all be an effect of what's going on with the rider or the person that's working with them. If your hands are too low, you can restrict the front end. If your legs are too far back, you can restrict the hind end. If, um, you're thinking really nervous thoughts, you can cause your horse to become nervous and jumpy. If you're closing your pelvis and closing your knees on your horse, you can be restricting them from going forward. So there's so many little pieces going on that could be affecting the horse, which is why it's always um, a great thing when you have a coach or trainer that is a very balanced rider that can help rule out things on the horse because in that situation with King, if we didn't have somebody able to get on him right away, that's a really good balanced rider. We might be thinking, oh no, like we got to look at his back, we got to look at this, we got to look at that. Like what's hurting on him? When really it was just a matter of him saying, you know, those people are uncomfortable, and uh, I only want the the good riders on my back. Or a little three-year-old Evelyn is totally fine as well. But how how interesting of the different ways the horses communicate that to us and, and really wanting to take responsibility to help get ourselves to be the best riders that we can, where we're being light on our horses' backs, but where we're also in a position That we're allowing our horses to move freely and use themselves properly. So if you haven't attended a balanced riding or a centered riding workshop, I totally recommend that you do that or check out riding in harmony and learn a bunch of different exercises that you can do to help get yourself softer and more in balance with your horse. Thanks for listening to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. Remember, you can always check out more great free resources and other information at HarmonyHorsemanship.com or check me out on my personal website, LindsayPartridge.com. That's Lindsay with an E, Partridge.com or HarmonyHorsemanship.com. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now.